And welcome to the Extreme Tasting League Scotch Edition. I'm one of your hosts, Perrin. And I am Cedius. And Dave has been destroyed by aliens. Or, Hooray! Wait. Or Canadians, I mean. Same, <laughs> same difference. I hear they have three arms and an eye in the back of their heads. They cover it with a toque. That's what I hear. You should get your ears clean. <laughs> hmm. And in place of Dave, uh, I am Sam, who is the guest don't, of... Don't be in place of Dave. We want I, to like I am an upgrade. Yes. We appreciate the non-beardedness. <laughs> All right. So, we have the pour going, and... It is a lovely, lovely single grain whiskey. We're mm-hmm. cheating a little bit. This is the Girvan Potent Still. The the, the what still? Potent. Uh, P i t e n t. Potent. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> so that. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Man, rough crowd. Yep. Dude, <laughs> I just got back from Fringe, man. You have no idea. And I've been on retreat for a week. I slept well last night. <laughs> you can shut your whore mouth. <laughs> uh, excuse me, that's pie hole to you. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's um, it's this potent pie hole, so it's fine. Yeah. And this is a William Grant and Sons bottling. So, I'm not even sure from whence it came. Um, it is a very light straw. Yeah, it is very pale. Much like Minnesotans. It even smells pale. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, it even smells like Minnesotans. I'm not even Ew. sure what smell that would be. Ludafisk and... and- and the great Minnesota get-together? What? <laughs> this smells like Ludafis. Lu- Ludafis and the, and the Mall of America. <laughs> Lie and capitalism. Ah, two great tastes that take great tastes together. <laughs> no. <laughs> we broke a Sam. Oh, I've had too much Buddhism for this. No. <laughs> oh. Um, I mean, I say Lefsa, and now I'm going back in and I'm like, <laughs> thankfully, oh. I don't know. Yeah, maybe I, maybe I do need to reset. <laughs> Jam some coffee up your nostrils. Hey, where's that coffee from? True Stone Coffee. Fresh roast cool beans. Go to their website. Use promo code SCOTCH to get 10% off your order of all the things. I highly recommend the cold brew. Oh. Ow. Oh, okay. When you nose the scotch, you're yeah. not supposed to nose the scotch. Ow. It burns. How many times do we have to tell you this, Perrin? This Apparently, is at least <laughs> one more. It's at least the fifth time. Yep. Ah, oh, but I can smell clearly now on that side. The tears will stop eventually. Ah. Oh. 
Bracing. <laughs> Smells like snow. I've actually got this really, it's really delicate, but a roasted honey. Nice. Nice. So I'm getting roasted peanut now that you say that. Um, maybe I can't, I'm not good enough to identify what, but there's a very faint floral note behind that. Uh, a very faint sweetness. And it may be that that's part of the honey. That's part of the honey, but almost, uh, almost like a lily. That very faint, very light, very spring flower sort of. I shouldn't have made the joke. Seriously, it smells like honey on left side of me. No, I just I can't get it out of my head. Yeah, no, there's no fiction. <laughs> like, no, it's left sides, but not. Oh not, no, no, not no, not this. Okay, left side. Yeah, okay. So, like a light flower. Yeah. yeah. Like, so I'm not getting a floral note. I'm getting a flower. Flower note, yeah. <laughs> Still pleasant nose. Very, very, very light, light, but it's very mild. You are not allowed to have an eyedropper until after the podcast, Kitty. Go away. Hmm. Nope. A sour lemon? Not not in a bad way. Just... Definitely the sour note, but as it's finishing, that, that lily nose, that floral nose, that real faint note is still there. It's actually quite lovely. I just get burned. Hmm. I I know where you're. I know the burn you're getting because I I can get some of that too, but um, I'm still getting some the finish. It's got quite an extended finish. Yeah. Um. And and the, the sour is not. Um. It's not an unpleasant. Yeah. It's, it's not. Just, it's not unpleasant, and it undercurrents all the way through. Mm-hmm. Um, but in a, as it, at least for me, as it's finishing in a very supportive way. Yeah, yeah. It's not. It's not smacking you around with I'm. I'm something gone bad. It's just I'm kind of like a sour note under, like you how you use sour cream or yeah or a, a um. It almost in bitters the same way or bitters or. In a, in a very ceviche sort of way that has that mm-hmm. this is definitely how we got here but it's just the vehicle it's not the product mm-hmm. sour lychee that's what I'm getting now sous vide I'm kind of okay with that mm-hmm. it's, it's an unusual very light taste to it yeah, it's pretty nice. And and one little sip goes a long, long way. I will admit, I wish the, the sour t- tapered off a little earlier. But it's not bad, it's just a preference. And kind of like I expected, the nose. I've got one nostril 
One nostril's very clear. The other one, not as much. And I'm willing to leave it that way. <laughs> but uh, I'm not getting much of a nose. No. I, as soon as it's wet, it really mellows out to almost nothing. Maybe a very faint hay. Or straw, I should say. Straw. But the floral note is gone. That honey note is... I'm still getting a little honey note. I think it really depends. If you put just a tiny bit of water, you get a faint amount. If you get any volume of water, poof. Very smooth. I mean, there's no alcohol burn to this whatsoever for my my mix. Um, mm-hmm. uh, what I've gotten is burn that is now starting to mellow into the sour. Okay, at the end. then yours probably is a little wetter. You had a slightly smaller Four. amount, so even a little water is going to be a higher dilute. Yeah. Um, it's not very different from when it was dry or neat. Um, it's just sort of a little subdued, a little, for me, a little quieter. But such a, a delicate... This is definitely one that you you don't want to have anything strong with. No. A very light... Um, could see drinking it on a on a warm afternoon or um, mm-hmm. after having something very a, a very light dessert because um, almost anything is going to overwhelm this I, nothing stronger than flan really that's where I went immediately mm-hmm. was like, like a good light flan not over caramelized because then you're going to kill this. Yeah, even a creme brulee is going to creme brulee is too much. Mm-hmm. You know when you when creme brulee is too much, mm. you, you are you are a spider web of delicate snowflake. <laughs> but it's and not in a bad way. No, but a you know a very cheesecake. We'll go back to that cheesecake note. I've, I've shared scotches at cons, and I like to take something unusual and maybe a little stronger, because who knows what they've had up to that point. Mm-hmm. And more often than not, you get the, oh, that's, wow, that's great. Oh, that's interesting. I'm just picturing somebody drinking that and going, did I have something? There, there was a, <coughs> there, there's a kind of a, a, a white spirit, it's a clear spirit. It's a traditional Japanese thing that I don't remember by something, I think, that has very similar qualities to what I was getting out of this. It's a very light thing, although this one, I, I imagine, this did not instantly cause a belch that tasted like marzipan, which is what that did to everybody. Um, and most people were like, oh, they're like, this isn't too bad. And then they belch, it's like, oh, what the hell was that? Um, where well, I enjoyed it. Um, Andrew brought it back from, from, mm, from marzipan. From uh, Japan a couple years ago, so it, 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 I liked it. But anyway, is marzipan um, a Japanese thing? No, I didn't think so. No, it's a almond based Turkish something. I don't, I don't know the nationality that the Greek marzipan. Yeah, 
Mediterranean? I don't know. Is that it I would Turkish? Very, uh, yeah, it might be Turkey and not Greece. But. It's an almond creme thing. I enjoy it, so. Well. <clears throat> the Girvan Patent Still. Single grain Scotch whiskey. Number four. Apps. In 1963, our first Girvan patent still ran with spirit. Almost three decades later, in 1992, we installed a pioneering new still, which we named number four, Apps, a distillery term for apparatus. This unique still operated under a vacuum, permits distillation at low temperatures, delivering a pure, vibrant, and fruity single-grain spirit. Oh my. Ripe for maturation in our vanillin-rich American oak and Corinthian leather. 42.6% alcohol by volume. Deliciously different. Notes of candied fruit and cream. Balanced by oak. It is, quite simply, deliciously different. Single grain whiskey. Yeah. That's it. Now, could you interpret the bizarre symbol that they have placed upon this bottle? What in the world sort of... I mean, clearly some of this is a spiral attempting... You know, distillery process, but I have no idea what this delightful star swirl lemon wedge. It's a crying spring. Is happening here? It's a crying spring with a broken horse head and a really badly designed bicycle. The seahorse of Lyme demands your choice. Uh, As I am not James Bond, I'm not well versed in heraldry, so I am not going to even try to interpret that. No, I have no idea. That is. It is, however, a weirdly heavy bottle. Yeah, it is. It's. I checked. It's 750 mils, (laughs) but it is a weirdly heavy bottle. It's 750 mils, but it but it feels like it should be a like a, a handle. I mean, it's it's really oh goodness, heavy. that is. Yeah, I mean, look at the look at the bottom. I, of a glass I, 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 on I, that. I may I, have to, I, I may have to make a mace out of this bottle. <laughs> you know, anyway, when I was picking them up, I was like, "What the?" And I checked because I was expecting it to say one liter. Sure. No, no, <laughs> 750 mils and a shitload <laughs> of glass. My favorite. Um, I'll start this one. I, I'm, I'm really not sure how to rate it because, on one hand, it's high on the in- inoffensive scale. I have nothing to really say about it that's, like, negative. On the other hand, there wasn't a whole lot that made me go, Ooh, I like this. The sour note was kind of interesting, so that gives it a plus. But it didn't really develop it the way it... Could have. It didn't develop it at all. It's like, I have a sour note. Hey, everyone. I have a sour note. I bet you wish you had a sour note like me. 
Do you do anything else? I'm a sour note. What what more do you want? Come on. So I'm gonna go three one for a completely like I don't know like I didn't have any like bad really bad stuff to say about it. But there's not much to like Woo I agree, there isn't much to say about it at all. <laughs> it was there. And, <laughs> I mean <laughs> By the time you're... To, I go back to what we said. Creme brulee is too much. And if creme brulee is too much, then maybe they're making up for it with the glass. Like that's... <laughs> no, but I like the... You can have a flan, but not a strong flan. Not a strong flan! Too much caramel and it's just, just very, going to disappear. No tre leche. Just a very calm, calm flan. Good <laughs> coffee and delicate <laughs> scotch. <laughs> <laughs> I, that said, I really Tom Flan, which is my ABBA band cover band. <laughs> <laughs> I, that said, I do. I actually, I don't mind that that sour note doesn't develop because I don't know where it would go that would make me happy <laughs> at that point. But that initial sort of should be paired with cream. There's a place for that, but I'm not. If you're the kind of guy who sits down to eat a tub of Cool Whip, <laughs> this is the scotch, and you want to get hammered while doing it. <laughs> it's a match made in heaven. I'm wondering if you mix this with um, with cream, mm-hmm. and then add it to coffee. I could see that. Or actually is the base of a simple syrup for coffee. Would be horrible. But, you know, normally I don't think of, hey, you know what this single well scotch would do? <laughs> Go well with coffee. <laughs> it's sort of like, hey, it's ginger ale. But not because it's bad. Just because it's not much. It's, it, well, that's the thing is that there's, it's nothing to write home about because there's nothing to write about at all. Dear, dear home, I had a scotch. <laughs> I really have nothing more I can say. I want to give this bottle to you to give to Jenny to make the little chocolate cordials with. Ooh. I think this would be a wonderful scotch in a chocolate ball. Oh, that's the thing. It's, I think this is the sort of scotch you do something with. On its own, it's nothing to write home about, but combined with a or, as or a finish note in, a com- in something more complex, mm-hmm. something rich. Or I can give it to Jessica Warner to make a whiskey cake. This can be good for whiskey cake. Mm-hmm. Or, just, or just, like, pour this in, 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 a, in a saucer and put a piece of sponge cake. I, I think it would be better in the cake. And the reason is that the, based on the truffles, my, my wife was making scotch chocolate truffles. Natural. And I was like, oh, here, let me get my worst scotch for you. Because I'm used to thinking in terms of you cook with something and it just doesn't... And you evaporate pretty much everything you like out of it. Yeah. yeah. And then she made them, and I was like, oh, oh, God, these are good, and I can taste the scotch really well, and next time you make these, you're getting one of my good scotches, because, dear God, I think this would get lost. I think the chocolate would just run over it. I think that's kind of my point. But, but in, the, in the cake, I think it would, it would do something more. I wouldn't do it in a dark, but I might know white as a balance to that sweet, mm. that sour note... 
sitting next to a white chocolate paste for a truffle or something similar could go really nicely. Scotch fondant or scotch buttercream? I mean, buttercream, if you're legitimately asking, but that's... Mm-hmm. As a balance, especially because that sour note doesn't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. That said, sitting on its own, it's nothing I would go find unless I was trying to do something with it. That sponge cake, that truffle, that nothing that, you know, too much caramel in the flan and now my scotch has gotten lost. That said, there's nothing of- offensive about it. Like you said, it's, it's there. And it does what it does, and then it goes away. Can't deny it. Ex- it exists. <laughs> so if you were to put a number, so if I were to put a number on that, I uh, like three and a quarter. <sighs> I certainly like this less than the Johnny Walker that we had two weeks ago. So I, I got to keep that in mind. This it's inoffensive, doesn't do a heck of a lot. But that sour, kind of lychee flavor for me, it, it's different. And I like different. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's relatively smooth. Um, I got a little bit of burn, but not, not too bad. Um, yeah, I, 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 I think you did well calling it a 3-1. I mean, it, it's just a little bit better than average because it's more interesting than average. Mm-hmm. But that's all it's got. I, it's, I'm just picturing the distiller. Going, huh? Well, I guess. <laughs> I mean, we've had some where we were like, "How could the the master distiller not like drink?" You know, the Highland Park fire is right behind you, Perrin. Yeah, <laughs> and and then we've had some where we're like, "Oh my god, this is amazing!" And I'm just picturing with this one, huh? Well. Uh, I'm bored. I'm just. I'm going home. Barrel it. <laughs> Put it in bottles. I'm done. Um. Yeah. So. Uh. Did. Yeah. Three one. So I guess my question for the, the middle of the show, is, so fringe is happening. Fringe is over. A oh, fringe is over. Right. That's I didn't why go, I have time to be here. I didn't really go to Fringe, so I kind of lost track of when it started and finished. What do you look for in Fringe? You, you've been to Fringe. I have. What is your big thing that you look for um, in a Fringe show? Well, okay, so first and foremost, I go to Fringe because I know a lot of actors. And so as a general rule, the first thing I look for is what are the shows my friends are in? And it doesn't matter what the shows are, because my friends are in and I'm going to go see it. Now, as I've gone to Fringe and I've met more and more people, there are times where I have to say, look, I have too many of you now, I can't see all of your shows. Um, That said, I do try to make a point to see the people who I see less often. And so I often miss the Fearless Adjacent shows, even though those are the ones that you'd think I'd go to first, because those are the people I see the most. Um... Fortunately, my schedule was such for this year that in all the shows that I knew for friends that I wanted to see and that were involved with things and things I wanted to see just because they looked interesting. Um, and so that'll be the other thing I'll get to in a minute. Um, I still had times that I, I have empty times. 
and I'm in this neck of the woods, so I'm going to see this show because it fits in my schedule. And then I actually had a couple of days where I needn't have gone to Fringe at all if it weren't for the fact that I have an Ultra Pass and therefore I'd be losing money to not go. Um, so I just picked I, I picked a venue, and I sat in that venue all day. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I you know, see some things that are like, I would never have gotten to that if I had just been here. And then there's like, dude, I, I'm so glad I was here to see that. Um, so, for instance, last year I saw a solo dance performance show. It, mostly dance. There was also some spoken word storytelling um, to go with it. Dance is not my medium. Uh, I, for one, cannot do it. Uh, I have an appreciation for it. says, you know, the athleticism and, and some of it. But I can't interpret modern dance. I don't know the nomenclature. I don't know what it's supposed to convey, but I do know how watching it makes me feel, and that's what art is supposed to do, is make you feel that it's still successful. Um, his stuff was beautiful. His athleticism was great. The the jokey storytelling that was going through. And he, he was doing some really athletic stuff, and then he slowed down what he was doing. Like, you just did a one-legged squat at half speed. Oh. Damn. That hurt. Um... So I made a point to see his show again this year. So cool. Yeah, that was that was good times. Good times. Um, but as a, as a general, for things where I'm not seeing it just because I happen to be there or my friends are there, it's like who are the people that are in it that I don't know, but I've heard things about. Um, I do read the other reviews, see what's getting good buzz, mm-hmm. um, and then just a. Uh, that seems like an interesting thing to go look. So I, I, I went and saw things, uh, something this year that was about um, General Sherman invading the South, uh, Civil War, and it was a, basically a, a piece where the primary actor was in Sherman's headspace, or you know, projecting mm. headspace of what Sherman must have been thinking when he was doing what he was doing, and why he made the decisions he did, and how he was burning Atlanta. Um, interesting. So it was it was an interesting show. I personally, when I go looking, I because of some of the uh, work that I do in training law enforcement in mental health, there's a lot of actors there, and they're mm-hmm. very different than you would find in something fearless or fearless adjacent, most of whom are also somehow involved in French. So if it isn't one of their shows, and I'm not out supporting my fellow actors, uh, I'm looking for the experiment more than anything else. It's an unjuried show, and it being an unjuried show means that folks are going to be willing to take bigger risks. And so I'm less looking for the content and I'm more looking for what what risk did you take in telling this story? Because so much of what I do in tarot work is narrative-based. Where is the risk in this narrative? And how big of a risk is it? And the bigger the risk, I'm, I'm not even going to look at the reviews until well afterwards. Because big risks, when they fail, are still really interesting, mm-hmm. but get very poorly reviewed. And so, finding places that, and I, I saw the same dance show you're talking about, that's really risky. And in his case, in both years, it's paid off. But to take something modern and interpretive and then layer that joke story on top of something that athletic is really a big performance risk to take, which is why I went and saw it. 
that same moment, and now I want to see the risk that you're taking this year. When Jenny, my wife, and I had more time, and we would go to the fringe, um, we never ultra-passed, because it just never worked. I mean, we could have. We could have taken the week off or whatever, but that was just... We like fringe, but it was never the same level of priority. Yeah, it's it's a heavy commitment if you're going to try to do it. Mm-hmm. And uh, on the plus side, we would go see. We tried to go see certain people that we were like, we know they're going to do a good show, and if you only get to see three shows, I, I don't want a third of my shows to to suck. Mm-hmm. Um. And that was fun. A few years, we we did get to get a little bit more experimental and saw a few that were like, oh, that's what they were trying to do. Pity they didn't do it. The thing that we found most interesting is the venue so drove more than we ever anticipated success. I don't mean ticket sales. I mean, we saw one show. It wasn't a great show, but would have been okay in a small space. It was. I, it's in a theater that I think has been torn down or something. I don't. It was off Washington, I think, or up in that area in um, the warehouse districty. I can't remember anymore. This was years ago. It was not even up there anymore. So. And it needed a tiny space, and it was vast. And there were like twenty-five people in the audience, and it was just things that would have been okay just sat there with that few people. So it was it was an interesting, you know, may not be my favorite show or memory, but it was interesting. I, I will certainly agree that there's certain shows that I would like to see the same show in a different space because there's sometimes the space is just not good for the show. Mm-hmm. Um, the Southern, on the other hand, is a great theater, uh, especially if you're doing like any kind of thing, a horror bet. That does a great... Horror, I, I love that the Horror Fest gets horror the Southern. Horror is great at the Southern. And then Dance, and of course, is great because it's great a huge there. High Experiment is also really great at yeah. the Southern. They've got options to work with. But the Ritz Studio, on the other hand, that's something... If, 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 if you're doing something that's set in a gym, the studio is great because it, 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 you've got mirrors. I mean, it's a dance studio, so you've got mm-hmm. mirrors everywhere. Um, so if you can make use of the space in an interesting way and you think that's great, that most of what I've seen... They really should have curtained the mirrors or something so that it wasn't. It wasn't a designed to be. Yeah, it was. It was not good. So I, I have a hard time with with the Ritz Studio, and yet I saw a number of things there this year. Mm-hmm. So, and then there's the Rarig, which is yeah. just you better be a good show. Yeah. Because if you suck, you, it's not going to be pleasant. Well, depends on on, on which one. If, if if you're on the thrust and you suck, that's not good. If you're on the arena and you suck, eh. <laughs> and, and if you're in the experimental and you suck, well, that's almost to be expected. Yeah. But Isn't that what it's designed for? It, I, I, I've seen some good shows in the experimental. Uh, uh, some of Kelvin Hatley's solo shows have been in there, and they worked. Did you fine, see? Um, was was Death? Yeah, that's, yeah. That's I, saw I saw Death. death. I saw yeah. Death there, um, and I've seen you know most of the Scrimshaws mm. shows because that was kind of our our go to. Um, but we saw some interesting dance and a few comedy and single person and over I mean as I think about it it's like it may not have been that we did more than on the average two or three to five shows a year but you know if you do four or five years in a row at four or five shows in a year that's not a tiny number no 
But, you know, that that's other people's creative outlets. Uh, Sam, I, I know you to be a creative person, and you make things. I do. So, let's have you talk a little bit about some of the stuff that's, like, your hands-on crafty stuff. Sure. Um, so, in connection with some of the tarot things that I do, there's a, a pendant series. It's generally... Uh, it's all derived off of the major arcana, which are the the big stories, the sort of twenty-two archetypes of what it is to be a human, and those archetypes show up in every culture. And in tarot, they are captured in the in those major arcana. So I do have uh, a consistent run of those pendants. Those actually, I'm very excited. I'll be getting back to my shop in September um, over at the Chakra House, and there's uh, set on consignment there. But a lot of the rest of what I do is curiosities and pieces off the beaten path. I'm out of development and now uh, for the the maker's market at the end of, it's just a couple of weeks now, um, some alternatives for sort of ungendering bath products has been the line that just came out of production. (laughs) Uh, Things that are... Not you going into lush, and rather handmade moments that are coffee and sandalwood and not glitter, but still good for your skin. Really kind of taking some of those colors and ingredients off chemical, off the gender binary, so that they can be used and actually appreciated and enjoyed. My favorite of which uh, currently is uh, I've developed a eucalyptus shower melt that if you don't, that head cold, that you don't really have time to deal with, and I don't know about you, but VapoRub is terrible. Hey, a quick smear chemicals on your chest. Hopefully they won't burn too much. Right. <laughs> to say nothing of trying to clean all of that up, as opposed to something like this that can literally be dropped right over your shower drain. There is no cleanup. And as it, as the hot water from the shower runs all of that, is now mint and eucalyptus and up into the steam that you're breathing out of that good hot shower anyway, without that chemical burn, without that extra sort of... Vaseline uh, that is the traditional remedy for that Uh, and after that it's a lot of bits and curiosities Um, a lot of it rotates based on the the imagery and the art that I'm working with at the time um, much of which now is is tarot based I'm working on a series of altars for that same major arcana those good big archetypal stories uh, as part of an installment piece that I'm hoping will be done and up in October. Cool beans. No, that's True Stones, Bill. Yeah, I was waiting for that. <laughs> <laughs> Ta-da! And what what do you make the pendants in? Uh, the pendants are actually the second tiniest tarot deck in the world. Okay. On reclaimed cedar wood. Everything at every corner that I can is either reclaimed, recycled, upcycled, or recyclable or reusable. I'm not a big fan of plastic packaging. I'm not a big fan of trash in general. Um, you know, the the candles that I pour are all in reclaimed jars. The 
there's a, a one of a kind to that, but there's also knowing that we live in kind of a post peak oil world. I mm-hmm. just assume we not use resources when we already have them. So mm-hmm. it's all uh, reclaimed cedar, or in one case, uh, some of the sets when I can get them, especially out of estate sales and some of the things when I'm helping folks mm-hmm. with that, that A to B and that bureaucracy of death piece. Uh, there's a lot of things that come out of folks' estates that get reused. So I do have a set that's like on uh, reclaimed domino pendants. Oh, sweet. Things like that. Very nifty. Well, uh, the next thing to drink is Loch Loman single grain Scotch whiskey um, from the Loch Loman Distillery. Um, I have a great fondness for Loch Loman. I don't know if I like their scotch, but my wife and I had a lovely, when we were in Scotland, we drove along Loch Lomond and stopped at a and b and then ate at a restaurant nearby mm. where they were, it, we'd asked at the B&B, do you have a restaurant nearby that we could go to? And they said, oh yeah, just down the, you know, directed us down the loch. And, um. We went there and they were. Are you? Do you, are you staying in the hotel? N- no. no. Uh, are you with a, a party here? N- no. And we were very baffled as to what was going on. And then we realized that we were horrendously underdressed. They'd sent us to a very fancy restaurant. And if you're in with a party or if you're staying in the hotel, they didn't care as much. And then the. Um, oh, let me see if there's room. And he went over and we could see him talking to the head maitre d'. And the head maitre d' looked over and you could see him going, oh, he didn't quite say this, but you could, American tourists, <laughs> bring them in. <laughs> so we had an absolutely fabulous dinner there. It was, it was amazing food. And, and we stopped caring after a while that we were underdressed and they stopped caring, but it was just... Oh, you're not locals. Well, I guess we'll take your money. <laughs> so, again, very pale. Mm. And, uh... Ghost of a nose. <laughs> I have nose ghosts. Which is better than nose goblins. But... I'm not... I, I, actually, I'm trying to identify it. It's there, but it's... Um, almost marshmallow. I gotta reset. There's, there's definitely some lemon in here for me. I see where you're going with that marshmallow thing, though. Marshmallow and Elmer's glue. Oof. Marshmallow's made of Elmer's glue. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm getting basic. Yeah, I, 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 I can't really All call right. it pleasant. It's, it's not. It, that lemon is a really bright, but it's right up in the front. And when I dig underneath that, all I'm really getting is is marshmallow. I'm I'm getting a very cleaning product <laughs> um, nose. And wow, Perrin, that that was that was some expressive gestures there. Have a sip. I uh, no, I I've seen oh. Sam's face and and your reaction, and I'm I'm very scared. no no. Have a sip. I I, I will point no out, have a sip. I, the, I will point out the one other Loch Lomond distillery product we've had we did not care for. So I I am. I, I have 
Well, I had a low bar even prior to... Well, you take a sip, and then I will tell you what I'm thinking. <laughs> well, my lemon pledge... Shattered dreams? <laughs> I was going to say, my teeth are lemon pledge clean. Wow! I could soak them. <laughs> this is... Oh, man. I'm having flashbacks. I, I do not feel the love tonight. Where's my ginger ale? <laughs> wow, this is horrible. Yeah, um, I, I will say on a comparative level, uh, the flavor profile is not vastly different from what we thought of the Springbank 15. Uh, the difference is this is punchier. This, this, this hits you in the face a little bit harder. Yeah, well, and than, the thing is, the Springbank was interesting. You may not like it as much as as I mean. It may not be like a wow, but it, it was. It wasn't his favorite, but at least it it didn't. It it showed up. It did what it did, and it sort of went home. It's not trying to hurt you. Yeah, this is actively. I hate you. This actually this is, makes me sad. I came here. This is scotch <laughs> that actually hates you. Oh. This is what they wanted to tell you for being American tourists. Yes. Is what happened. <laughs> oh, Pendred, where are you now? <sighs> you know, it's rare that I don't finish my scotch. It's, I, in fact, I'm not sure if I've ever done it before. I'm trying this wet. Unless it suddenly amazingly improves, I don't know if I'll finish this one because. I'd rather hit my hand with a hammer. Well, thankfully, the nose is still missing. Because... Mm, no. The nose for me, with the water, gives me more expectation I, of, of, I, of what I just drank. I now actually expect my lemon pledge woman to show up in a ninja costume. <laughs> It's still there, but it's under the water. <laughs> it's like, submarine ninja. <laughs> I knew it would work. Scuba plunge. It is not a thing I need. It is trying to kill us. Oof. No, thank you. No. No. Oh, oh God. <laughs> no. <laughs> Karen, Karen, I feel I made a mistake. We had this when Dave wasn't here. We need to save this. If he doesn't listen to the podcast, we can tell him that we have an amazing scotch that he has to try. Mm. Now, I'm not saying it's good. We don't, we don't have to tell him. We don't lie. We don't tell him it's good. We just tell him it's amazing. Because, honestly, if you have this, you're amazed. You're amazed that anyone actually sold this. Wow. I just tried it wet. That was a mistake. It just makes it... The finish is longer. Yeah. I, this is this is the same lemon pledge. And, and now the shattered dreams are in smaller pieces. So they take longer to fall out of my heart. Like, it's... This is all... This is bad. Note to self. I know Tim Wick has a bunch of Mr. Yuck stickers. <laughs> Must relabel bottle. Wow. So on the front, 
of the Loch Lomond whiskies is a stag. A three, six, a 12-point stag with a crown. This is stag urine. (laughs) Um, A premium Highland single-grange sculch whiskey matured in our finest American oak casks. Well, that's not saying much. Um, oh, 46% by alcohol. So, if you drink it quickly enough, you might forget. Distilled, matured, and bottled in Scotland. We're sorry. Yeah. They couldn't... Oh. Well, it should have been a clue. Screw top. Screw top. Yeah. No, we totally need to get Dave to drink some of this mm-hmm. because it's only fair. Yep. We saved this for you, Dave. He's probably not going to buy it, but I don't care. I want him to drink it because he's done something wrong. This is his punishment. Wow. And he might not buy it, but I wouldn't either, so. I don't want to drink this. I'm not going to. Mm-mm. I'm sorry that we poisoned you. <laughs> this is unfriendly. Wow. And that is I, I that is the problem with it it being wet. If you apparently if you treat it like it's a, a nice respectable scotch, uh, all it does is go underground and then kick you in the back of the head instead. Yeah. Oh, if I put water in it, perhaps it will taste better. No. No, No, it won't. If I put water in it, I will have increased the volume, and there will be more shite to drink. Oh, look. The cat's trying to eat it. Perhaps if I... (laughs) I take the trying out. The cat is eating it. If I put some of this on it, the cat would stay away. Yeah, no, it... The, the, the little plastic eyedroppers that I ordered are his favorite to play. I believe it. Yeah. I, I believe it. Fortunately, I have a metric ton of them. Oh, that's helpful. People who have listened to this podcast before have heard, a, heard me say, until I started doing this podcast, I'd never met a scotch I didn't like. And then they introduced me to some. some. And, and I believe they've, we've had another introduction. So let's rate this lovely thing. Who would like to start? I'm happy to throw it under the bus first. Um, excuse me while I drive the bus. Um, this was bad. Uh, I do not often score something under two. Uh, don't often. But not, you are not, now. Not, 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 not to say I never. And uh, I'm, I'm willing to break that one out. Um, I have certainly had less palatable things in my mouth. So it is not a one. However, it is damn close. Uh, I am going to give it a 1-3. This, this may be the lowest reading I've given. I'd have to go back and check for sure. It's bad. It's, it's Springbank 15 bad, only worse. This, this is worse than the 15 to me. Is it worse than the Pendrin? Yes, because to, to me, the Pendrin was less bad than the Springbank was. It was bad, but it was not Springbank bad. This, this I'm not sure I'd want to poison my ginger ale with. 
Um, <laughs> it, it, mm, mm. Well, apparently I can't drive the bus, but uh, I will certainly push this in front of it while he drives. After something, particularly after something as delicate as the Jervon. This is, is Lemon Pledge and Shattered Dreams, and it only shattered into smaller pieces when wet. As a woman, that's terrible. <laughs> it should not shatter into smaller pieces when wet. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have had worse... Alcohols. I don't know that I've had a worse scotch than this. I don't drink nearly as much scotch as you guys do, but... I... It's not a war crime. It's not offensive in in the way that I would want to rescue Dave from it. But... I... One four? At... At, at at best. It's it's not a war crime, but it could be if I had to drink the bottle. It's not a war crime, but you might bring it up on charges just to check. Uh, you know, the Geneva Convention might have something to say. Might be of interest. I'm sure there'll be a dissenting opinion, but... Well... I, uh... There... I'm gonna back the bus up Are there after it's run opinion? over it. <laughs> Just to see what what went bump, and then I'm going to drive away again over it. Um, I'm giving it a one two five because I can't think of a single thing about it. It didn't have an interesting nose. I mean, I still to me the 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 taste is the most important thing. Noses are wonderful, but I'm going to drink it after I smell it. Um, it had no nose. It had a nasty nose when wet. It had no nose when dry. It tasted horrible uh, neat, and it tasted worse wet. There was nothing positive about it, and the things when it was when it was actually negative were just horrible. There, I mean, it just... Oh, I, I have no desire to, to finish this. I don't want to try it again. It's terrible. So, one, two, five. It's only redeeming quality is it does not force itself down your throat? Yeah. <laughs> that, that's, that's about it. Um, the bottle is not hideous. There. I found something positive to say. I mean, it's a screw cap, so not that much positive. But, um, you know, it's funny. I, I have a problem with screw caps not because I think they ruin the scotch or anything like that. I love the sound of a, of a cork. I love the boonk of mm-hmm. pulling a cork out. And a screw cap just sounds cheap. Uh, yeah. So, nope. Nothing about this. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not good times. Does anyone have anything they would like to flog other than this scotch? Literally, I mean. Well, I mean, flogging kind of reminds me of certain aspects of the Renfest. And how I'd maybe flog the management. I mean, the, 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 the acts are cool. Uh, and, and I do go once a year because I like to support the touring actors. I, I, I do like seeing people like Zilch and, and I like seeing Danger Committee. But I'm, I'm not a fan overall of, of the, the owners. So um, it is 
publicly announced, it, has, it hasn't publicly announced, this will be uh, Vilification Tennis's last season at the Renfest. I didn't know that. Yes, it was, it was publicly announced a couple of weeks back now. Um, hmm. But this, this will be the last season. Um, and, and, and I know a couple of performers are not planning on coming back after this season. Uh-huh. Did they say why? Um, just there, there, there have been a number of things that have come up about Renfest and the management this year. That there's, there's ah things that uh, things and stuff. Straws and camels and backs and yeah. Um. So, but yeah. So I, I, I. D- depending on which of my touring friends continue to come back. Uh, I may still pop out at wherever it goes after it leaves the grounds that it's on. Um, but we'll see. Uh, I, I might just try to get a hold of them when they're in town and not on on grounds um, if it continues to be as it has been. So, um, yeah, I don't have anything particularly exciting for having for myself uh, New World of Warcraft expansion is going to be eating all my time so I, I'm really leaving myself open to to not doing a whole heck of a lot I mean the expansion did hit just yesterday so um, lots of stuff for me awesome. uh, I am I suppose the next gig I've got, uh, I'm part of a Prior Affairs monthly makers market, which happens at Blackstack Brewery every last Saturday uh, of the month, which this month would be August 25th, so I will be out there reading cards and slinging curiosities, including those pendants and some of the bath stuff, so that's exciting. I am also, if... Renfest is on the table. Uh, we'll push things out a little bit. In September, I am actually doing the uh, inaugural workshop for the book that I have been contracted to write, which is exciting. Awesome. That will be at the Women's Spiritual Conference in Rochester, uh, and that is the 22nd and 23rd of September. I will be presenting both Tarot 101 as the, the local sort of Tarot 101 teacher, uh, but I will be debuting uh, a workshop called Sick and Spiritual, Making Faith Accessible, which is uh, a lot about what it means to be clergy or of faith or interacting in those spaces regardless of your faith and doing so in a way that is sensitive to the chronically ill uh, rather than the physician heal thyself, that if you believe hard enough that someone will come save you and no longer will you be ill as opposed to accepting the state that you're at and knowing that illness, chronic illness and spirituality can actually exist in the same space. Cool. So those are the two big ones coming up for me. Uh, otherwise, I can always be found. Uh, it's Companion in Shadow is the name of the business. It's Companion in Shadow on Facebook, on Instagram, and companioninshadow.com. I will be doing nothing of import to other people. Aren't you raising a small one? I am. That's important. It is. to her. It is true to her, although she would prefer that I not always so that she could run amok. True. She prefers... Tiny Jedi are not supposed to run amok. Her nickname is Tiny Jedi. Does she have a lightsaber color picked out? She can dual wield. Does she have two lightsaber colors picked out? Yes. 
<laughs> I'll show you the picture. Excellent. We're raising her right. Go ahead. Um, I do have to share one one bit. I'm not positive it's the same single grain, but the single grain offering from Loch Lomond is oddly entertaining to me. Kind of like when a grandmother raps in a movie. <laughs> and one of the, the food comparisons... Yeah, clearly, the dram is best suited to mixing. Um, my favorite bit is... I am getting strawberry mock chicken in the palate. Specifically, a very particular veggie chicken dish from a Chinese restaurant in Salem, Oregon. That may be a difficult reference to relate to. But, man, we're gonna try. <laughs> but they do. And I'm just like, wow. Keep Portland weird? I'm... Um... The, the, the other one that they mention is... Sipping this whiskey as bottled, in a word, is, in a word... Underwhelming, <laughs> and if I, I wish they had simply stopped the review there, so we will. Um, as it should not be a surprise, since we did it to you two weeks ago, we like to ambush our. our it's hard to ambush me when I know it's coming. <laughs> I didn't say it was an effective ambush, yeah. and you do not have to do the toast. I'm not doing it this time. Okay. You guys tried to point I, at me. I have a toast. <laughs> May we never drink this shit again. I will. Here, here, here.